is James Montgomery, and this is the Stinger Podcast. This is uh, the betting picks of the week. Got seven picks. And I'm going four pro this week and three college. I'm feeling good in the pros. I went three and one last week, five and two on the whole day. Felt pretty good. Uh, I picked four underdogs in the pros last week and won. So that was pretty good. Pretty good week. So I went with Auburn minus five and a half. Lost to Texas A&M. So, or uh, excuse me, Mississippi State. And so that was a loss. Uh, Michigan State minus 12 over Maryland. I feel like picking against Maryland is good every single time. My old coach is over there and he's not very good. And they're not very good. Uh, East Carolina plus five and a half over Memphis. They won in overtime. So that was a good one. So that's two and one in college. Uh, my one square bet of the week was of the week was Atlanta. Um, I really liked them to cover a plus plus nine spread, but they got smoked 43 to three to the Cowboys. That was a bad bet. Uh, Jacksonville's plus 10 and a half. They lost by six. So I won that one. Detroit tied. They were plus eight. I won that one. Carolina was plus 10 and a half and they smoked the Cardinals. That was a good bet of the week. So I went five and two last week. That was a good week. Uh, so my picks this week, so just a, just a preface before I move into the picks for the week. The, the thing about this time of year is, is teams are either overvalued or undervalued a lot. And some of my picks, I'm avo- or some of the games I'm avoiding in the pros, which I'll go over in depth after my three college picks, some of the games I'm uh, going over or skip over are ones that are anomalies similar to, you know, like Tennessee this year is winning on these fluke plays and they're way overvalued on the market, even though I I do think they're very good and I do think uh, they're a lot better than they seem even without Derrick Henry. They've been winning. However, it is on fluke plays. So you got to, you got to watch out for Tennessee being overvalued on the market right now. Um, but yeah, real quick, before I go to my pro picks, my college picks, I like Massachusetts and Army. Now, you might say that's a little outlandish, and it is. It's way out there. However, I saw the line. It was plus 37. So the Army's favored to win 37 points, and I was just like, that's just too many points for a triple option team. So if you know anything about the triple option, the game goes by very quickly, and military schools tend to play teams close no matter what how good or how bad they are just because of the way they run their offense so just to double check I checked UMass now UMass is very bad they're uh, University of Massachusetts they're very bad they're one in nine and they're not very good so they've been they, they lose a lot and they lose big however there's a common opponent between the two teams UConn UConn is very bad as well UConn has one win on this season UConn has played um, played and beat Yale by 7. So they're not very good. And UMass beat them by 14. And Army beat UConn by 31. So what does that mean? It means that Army most likely will not beat UMass, who beat UConn by 
37 points. I think that's a good, good, safe, clear bet. And I recommend staying out of top 25s. They kind of they kind of bait you. So I recommend looking a little deeper into teams outside of the top 25. Uh, couple, I do like a couple top 25 games this week. However, uh, I do like SMU and Cincinnati. SMU is a 10 and a half point dog. I like them to cover that game. I think that game's going to be close. I think if you were to bet Cincinnati on the on a money line all year, you've been winning a lot of money. But uh, I like SMU to cover. Uh, Michigan State and Ohio State. Michigan State's plus 19. They're in, both of these teams have one loss on the season, and they're fighting for a playoff berth. Michigan State will not lose by 19 points to Ohio State. I think that's a very safe bet. Um, so going on to my pro lines, yeah. So good teams against the spread will go 11 and five on the season. So teams like Dallas and Tennessee are teams you got to watch out for. Tennessee is like six and two against the spread this year. Dallas is eight and one against the spread. These are teams that are way over uh, that 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 the market has not caught up to. They're undervaluing them. Now, the pro betters will tell you to play the odds and bet against these teams. Bet against Tennessee right now. Bet against Dallas right now. What I'm going to tell you to do is not bet them at all. Stay away from them because you don't know what's going to happen because Tennessee's playing Houston this week. It's a nine and a half point spread. Houston's coming off a bye, but Tennessee has beaten teams that you wouldn't expect them to beat. I would just not bet the game because pro bettors will look at that game and see the value. Oh, you take Tennessee, but what you know? What if Tennessee blows them out, which probably will because Houston is bad. That's the thing. People don't realize Houston is very, very bad. Do not bet bad teams in situations like this. I, I think that's a terrible idea, so I just wouldn't bet it. Rather than trying to be on one side or the other, just don't bet it. It's okay. Dallas and Kansas City got Dallas uh, plus two and a half. Now, I really like Dallas in this game, but is Kansas City really back? And that's really the that's really the thing we got to look out for, and I just don't think you should bet either. You shouldn't bet Kansas City games until you know. Until you know for sure. Don't bet it. So I'm staying stay away from the two teams that are over overvalued on, or undervalued on the market, overvalued by the public right now, which are Tennessee and Dallas. Just stay away from those games because you just don't know what's going to happen. We just don't know because Tennessee's defense is playing lights out, and they could have three pick sixes, and, and you wouldn't be surprised. So um, the games I do like, however, I like New Orleans and Philadelphia. That's a... Uh, plus three to Philadelphia. That line moved big time. I saw that line. New Orleans was minus one, was favored earlier in the week, and that line moved to Philadelphia, which means the public loves Philadelphia in this game. Philadelphia is 0-4 at home, and New Orleans is very good on defense. Philadelphia's Philadelphia's defense is giving up 107 passer rating to opposing quarterbacks, which means it doesn't really matter who the quarterback is for the New Orleans Saints. They're probably going to win the game. So I'm taking New Orleans plus three, um, and that's that, That's a good bet, I think. Uh, Minnesota and Green Bay. Minnesota is a one-and-a-half-point underdog to Green Bay, which tells you that um, the game, either the, the public and the wise guys are telling you that this game's going to be close, and 
Minnesota, here's a couple stats. Kirk Cousins is 3-3-1 against Green Bay in his career. Mike Zimmer's 6-7-1 against Green Bay in his career. I would not just take Green Bay in this game. I'm actually taking Minnesota plus one and a half to upset Green Bay this week. He's very good. Kirk Cousins is very good when it's not nighttime. So, um, next game, New York Giants and Tampa Bay. New York Giants are plus 12 and a half. Tampa Bay, this is a Monday night game. Um, Tampa Bay's burned me this year. I, I had Tampa Bay and Miami early on. Miami was an underdog by 10 points, and I said, take Miami all day. That was a terrible bet. Miami ended up getting blown out by Tampa Bay, which this could happen. However, New York Giants under Joe Judge have been blown out two times. I said this last week or two weeks ago when they played the Chiefs. The New York Giants have been blown out twice, which means they lost by more than 10 points twice in Joe Judge's career, which is in the last two years. I'm taking New York Giants plus 12, 12 and a half as my pick. So I got three. Those are my, those, those are three picks. I got one more coming up, but I'm going to go through all the games. Next game, Arizona and Seattle. Now I was going back and forth on this game. And when I go back and forth too much, yeah, you just don't bet the game. You just don't bet it. It's a plus one and a half, which tells you the public and the wise guys think it's going to be close. Game's going to be close. Uh, Russell Wilson is 35-11 and 11 off of a loss, which is ridiculous. That's a ridiculous stat. Arizona is hurt. Arizona is the better team. I think Seattle's really, really bad. Uh, Russell Wilson is is very good, so they're good when Russell Wilson is good. I just don't, I don't trust the game. Just don't bet the game. Uh, San Francisco and Jacksonville. Jacksonville seems to be getting better every week. San Francisco, I really think that game was an anomaly against the Rams. They... They are. They've won four of the last five against the Rams. I do not think that is uh, something that's going to continue. I think that is something that will uh, falter or, or or come come to fruition as the weeks come. That San Francisco is just not not well run with the players they have, and Jacksonville just keeps gets better every week. Um, the game. The, the, my my last pick of the week pro bet is uh, Indy and Buffalo. Indy plus seven. On Buffalo, I think I think Indy should win this game. However, I'm going to take them on the on the on the um, the spread because you know they could lose. Obviously, Buffalo is obviously better. However, it's going to snow the night before in Buffalo, and Buffalo does not run the ball. And Indy is the second best running team in the league. Actually, first best now, or you know, top three in the league after uh, Derrick Henry goes down. So. I think Indy's going to run the ball and be able to control the game. It's going to be a low-scoring game, but it's it's. Uh, I think Indy's going to going to do well. Uh, Washington and Carolina. Uh, this is a three-point spread. I don't. I wouldn't trust the game. Uh, it's, this is Ron Rivera and Cam Newton facing each other. I just don't know what's going to happen in that game. I wouldn't bet that game. The other game I like a lot, and it just didn't make the cut, was uh, Miami and New York. I, I I think Miami's a sure bet here. I think New York Jets are terrible. Uh, I think Miami's kind of getting a little bit better. They're at minus three and a half. I think that's an easy bet. I might, I might even throw that on. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that on the record and say uh, I think Miami's gonna win that. Uh, minus three and a half. That's a bonus game. Then Houston and Tennessee minus nine and a half. Uh, the line again. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go over that again. Line's too big. Uh, Houston, Houston's coming off a bye. Houston's terrible. Tennessee. Has been winning games on flukes. They're overvalued. 
I just stay away from the game because all the wise guys would tell you to bet Houston, and I'm telling you, just it's not a good bet. Uh, next up, Cleveland and Detroit. Uh, that's a 12 and a half point spread. Uh, a lot of people like Cleveland to. I, I, I say don't bet the game. I say pass. Uh, but Cle- a lot of people like Cleveland to win big. However, I just don't think Baker Mayfield's very good. So I wouldn't trust that. Uh, Baltimore minus five and a half against Chicago. I, I wouldn't bet this game because Baltimore is a very good team. They're much better than Chicago. However, Justin Fields is obviously the quarterback of the future for Chicago. I think they'll give him a fight. I don't. I wouldn't trust the game at all. Cincinnati and Las Vegas. Now, uh, Cincinnati. It's basically a pick'em game. They're favored by one. Las Vegas is in a lot of turmoil, but I just they're five and four and they're still in the mix. I wouldn't be surprised if Las Vegas pulls off the win here, and I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati runs away with it. So I I, I don't trust the game. When you don't trust the game, you just just stay away from the game. That's it. Pitts, Pittsburgh and the the Chargers. So Pittsburgh and L, uh, the thing about this game is all the wise guys tell you to take Pittsburgh, right? And the public's for sure on the Chargers side. So Pittsburgh, Tomlin, when he is facing a young quarterback, he's given up 50% pass completion, which is really low for anybody's. if anybody needs to know. That's a low pass completion percentage and a 75 passer rating. So he, his defense is shut down young quarterbacks. But L.A. is a better team. They're just better. And T.J. Watts out. And Mason Rudolph's the quarterback for Pittsburgh. There's too many anomalies in this game for me to even touch it. Stay away from the game. Wise guys would tell you to take Pittsburgh. I say stay away. Um, so my picks for the week, pro picks, I'll just go back over them. Indy, I like Indy plus 7 over Buffalo. I like Minnesota plus 1.5 over Green Bay. I like New Orleans plus 3 over Philly. I like New York Giants plus 12.5 against Tampa not to beat them but just plus 12 and a half to cover and I like Michigan State plus 19 to cover against Ohio State SMU plus 10 and a half to cover against Cincinnati Massachusetts plus 37 to cover Army this is James Montgomery and this is the Stinger podcast